Hello and welcome to another episode of the Interesting People Podcast. This time I am joined by Ken Oldham, President and CEO of the United Way of Frederick County. Ken, how's it going? Going really well, thank you. I wanted to chat with you about the Alice Report, something that I completely didn't know exists and want to find a little bit more about. What is the Alice Report? It's come out fairly recently, so don't be too hard on yourself. It came out actually in January or February, and we've been pushing it out ever since. And it's brand new to the community. The Alice Report is an analysis of the true basic cost of living in the community so that we can assess what percentage of the community doesn't quite make that much. ALICE actually stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained but Employed. It addresses a very low poverty rate, which has typically been used to assess one of three variables used to assess a community's economic success. And it's a much more sufficient analysis the measuring by poverty. It says this is what it costs to live here on a very basic level and then percentages of the community that actually make that much. It's been an enlightening experience. It's changed the way that United Way thinks about the community in which we work. And what we're finding, I think, is that it's changed the way other people think about the community in which we live and work as well. So are we seeing a big difference between where the Alice line is and the poverty line? Oh, yes. Yes. The poverty line is somewhere, for a single individual, somewhere around $12,000. And the interesting thing about the poverty line is that it is the same in Boise, Idaho, as it is in Manhattan, New York. And as you might imagine, there's a huge cost of living difference between those two communities. In Frederick County, uh, while it's not Manhattan, New York, is actually a pretty expensive place to live as well. So the Alice threshold, that point that it takes to make that very basic cost of living for a single individual is $31,536. We call it $32,000, so we can actually remember these numbers. So it's compared to that $12,000 at the poverty line for the federal poverty line compared to $32,000 to actually live here for a single individual. For a family of four, two adults, and two children, that number is $76,000 for the Alice threshold. We're talking about a major distinction between the two. That's incredible. So is this a local thing? Is the Alice Report something that's just in Maryland, Frederick County, or is this being done nationwide as an effort to kind of figure out poverty a little bit better? Well, it's throughout the nation. There are somewhere around 13 or 14 states that have engaged in the Alice Report. The United Ways of Maryland came together about a year, year and a half ago and decided this is something that we wanted to do. So we, as a United Way network in Maryland, invested in this project. So we have the numbers for Maryland, and it breaks breaks it down into individual counties, and it actually breaks it down into individual municipalities. What's the trend for the Alice and the Frederick area? Is it getting better or worse? We don't know the trend yet. This is the first time we've done it. So we're obligated to do this. We're obligating ourselves to do a review of this every two years. October of next year, we will have a revision of these numbers, and at that point, we'll be able to determine trend. Are there any other surprising facts that come out of this? What are some of the kind of scary numbers that came out of the Alice oh, report? Oh, there, there, there are so many. Many, so many numbers. So the one thing we do have, to answer your most immediate question a little better, we do have Alice figures going back to 2007. So we don't have a trend to be able to exactly predict what it's going to look like. But we chose 2007 because that was pre-recession. And it actually answers the question you just asked, what are some of the alarming trends? The Alice number in 2007 was 27%. 27% of the community doesn't make that very basic cost of living. In 2014, 
2014, the most recent year that we have comprehensive data, it was 32%. It increased from 27 to 32%, five basis points. And what's startling about that is the, the population has grown by 10%. So the real number of Alice households has actually increased by 30% in seven years. So we find that absolutely alarming, and it's so alarming, in fact, it has changed and enlightened the United Way's mission, and we've just finished a strategic plan that focuses largely on the Alice households. We're convinced that if we don't change the trend on these numbers, that it will have long-term impact and consequences for the Frederick County community moving forward. What are some of the new programs or changes that you guys are making that you've kind of decided on that are directly being impacted by Alice? We have had historically for the last six or seven years three areas of impact. Those areas have been health, education, and financial stability. We're not changing that. We're convinced that in order for any individual to be prosperous, they have to have access to health, education, and financial stability. We're convinced of that 100%. What we are doing is changing our approach to how we're using those areas of impact and how we're looking at those areas of impact. Instead of looking at them as individual programs, so we do this for health, we do this for education, we do this for financial stability, we're actually combining them. If you can imagine a Venn diagram where you have three circles joined together, in the very center where all those circles come together is what we're calling the sweet spot. So one circle will be health, one circle will be education, one circle will be financial stability. The sweet spot the areas of largest impact that we hope to have moving forward is where health, education, and financial stability together. So we're looking at programs and areas of partnership that will affect all three in very meaningful ways. We have identified several so far that we're very interested in. Affordable housing is a major issue in our community. We're not a couple of hundred of units of affordable housing short. We're 11,000 units of affordable housing short. Adverse childhood experiences, otherwise known as ACEs, transportation, and skill building in high school and beyond high school. And I purposefully use the term skill building because while we will absolutely support college education and community college education, we want to emphasize that there are other opportunities for growth and education outside of community college and college as well. And those are skills and trades. And we want to focus on those areas as well. That's a real interesting point to bring up because that sounds very similar to a conversation I just had with the boys and Girls Club of Frederick County about some of the things they're wanting to do. Do you guys work with the Boys and Girls Club? They're one of our major partners, and we have had conversations with them as well. And it's not just Boys and Girls Club. We are finding alignment with all of our existing partners in some way, shape, or form. So while we have a different strategic plan or a modification of our strategic plan, we do not see a, a major change in the partners that we have. We've got a strong nonprofit community in Frederick County, and we intend on continuing that trend. So you guys have a location in downtown Frederick. Is It's called the uh, Prosperity Center. Do I have that right? How yeah, long has that the been there? Prosperity Center is the same location as our administrative offices. It's in the Bernard Brown building located on the corner of 7th and Market Street, right there by the fountain in front of the car shop. It's a very good location. We enjoy it here. So I know you guys have, a, I think it's called a Vita or Vita. You have a tax program that's housed there? Yeah, you're correct with Vita. Vita is volunteer 
volunteers in tax assistance. It's one of the programs, one of our most successful programs that we've had at the United Way of Frederick County. That is a free income tax service that we provide individuals in, in our community. The average income tax return is somewhere around $170. So an individual who takes advantage of our program saves that $170. But also, more importantly, it comes to a trusted resource to get their tax returns done, and they're not subject to the upsale that they may get in some for-profit tax agencies. How early can people apply or show up for that? normal tax season, so you're looking post-January through the tax deadline. We will have all of our information. We're gearing up for it now. We're really excited about this year's tax season. Last year, we moved a VITA site into Hillcrest, which was really fun. We're actually moving more of our services to Hillcrest and hopefully working even more with the large Hispanic-speaking population in in that part of of the community. We'll continue to do it here at Bernard Brown, but really exciting. We're taking a, a VITA site to Emmitsburg this year, and this is where everything comes together. The ALICE report indicates that Emmitsburg is the highest ALICE percentage of any community in Frederick County. As a matter of fact, they are rated at 55%, 55% ALICE. So we have committed uh, United Way to expend our resource in proportion to its population in Emmitsburg. It's a relatively small population, but we intend on moving some of our services there to help support. They have an outstanding nonprofit organization in Emmitsburg called the Seton Center, and they're a great partner of ours, and we're going to be moving our VITA site and some of our other services there in the coming year. Are you looking for more volunteers that can cover Spanish speaking? Yes, absolutely. We do provide translators, but it would be even better for us to locate and identify some Spanish-speaking volunteers to help with tax returns. Now, I have to be candid with you. This is not your normal volunteer activity where you show up for a day to volunteer. It's a distinct program. There is a lot of training involved. So we're looking between 20 and 30 hours of training and a test one has to pass before they can become a certified VITA volunteer. So we are dealing with very private information when we're dealing with tax returns. So the bar is pretty high to passing. I don't want to discourage anybody because we do have really, really, really good volunteers, but it is a time commitment, and I just want to be clear and upfront about that. I would say for anyone that volunteers, it sounds like doing that activity would be something that you – that's a skill that you can take other places from having helped people fill out their taxes. Let me tell you a brief story about how meaningful and fulfilling an experience this is. We had an individual who came in to our VITA site last year, and one of our volunteers, through the process of working through their tax return, took it one extra step and actually looked at the Maryland unclaimed property tax and Maryland overdue property tax listing, and he found the individual on that list. The individual did not know he was on that list and was verging foreclosure. So this VITA volunteer saved this man's home. I cannot think of a more fulfilling experience than than that. That's amazing. What are some of the things that have you excited about the future of the United Way of Frederick County? Well, we're really, really excited about our new strategic plan. With our focus on health education and financial stability and where they come together, being backed up by the ALICE report and the data that's in that ALICE report, we're really excited and really optimistic about the future. We think that we can make meaningful change in this community. We have something now that we didn't have nailed down as well before 
We have the hard data, and it's broken down to individual communities. One of the recent data points that has come through the ALICE report, it wasn't in the report, but we have since asked and gotten this information, is an analysis of single mother households, single women who have children, about 4,000 single mothers who were sampled, just under 3,000 were Alice threshold or below, 69% Alice threshold. It's that kind of information that allows us as a United Way and hopefully as a community to focus our limited resources on making impactful change and long-term change. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. Kind of speechless hearing that number. Yeah, well, we were we were blown away. What it really does, and I, I this is this is really neat, is as we narrow down individual segments of the community, we find areas that we can make even more impact. So the issue that we're running into is the scale. It's just so big. When we're talking about 32% of the 89,000 households in Frederick County, we're talking about a massive scale. But the real benefit of the Alice Report is that it breaks it down into individual demographics. And we might not be able to affect wholesale change on 32% of 89,000 households, but I think we can have incredibly meaningful change on single mother households, for example. Wow. That Okay. Yeah, that is definitely something to be excited about. I guess on a, a kind of a fun side note here, I was looking through uh, some research for you guys. And a lot of the people that I've had on this very podcast have been connected to you guys. One of our future guests is the Hartley House. You've worked with them. Absolutely. And uh, also, it looks like you donated to the Frederick Children's Course, who was the episode right before this one. <laughs> oh, very good. Interestingly enough, let me first start with Hartley House, one of the most amazing nonprofits in this community who, as you know, has an incredible mission and run so well by Inga James. They do amazing work in working with women and other individuals in very difficult circumstances, and they do an unbelievable job. Frederick Children's Course is interesting because historically, United Ways, and not just United Way of Frederick County, but United Ways overall have not supported the arts in in a major way. But I'd like to see that change a little bit, especially in the arts when we're talking about arts education. I think is one of those building blocks, especially at young ages, one of those building blocks to ensure that our children get a well-rounded education in not only math and sciences, but also in creativity. I'd like to see United Way move more in the direction of supporting arts organizations. Some exciting news is that next year, United Way of Frederick County helped facilitate the Unity Campaign. This past year, the Unity Campaign was focused on immediate family need and at-risk youth. Moving into the future, we're expanding the scope of the Unity Campaign to include health education and financial stability, our, our three major areas of impact. And with that, we'll welcome arts organizations and humanities organizations, especially in the education focused. And i got to tell you, I'm super excited about that. I guess if people want to reach out to United Way, is there a different place? Do you guys have different avenues that someone that needs help versus someone that wants to help? One of the best ways to get broad support and at least some direction on where to go is to call 211. And the operators at 211 are outstanding. And if an individual needs help, whether it be an abusive situation, an addiction issue, contemplating suicide, or we use them to schedule our VITA appointments, 
211 is an outstanding resource. If someone needs information about the United Way and how to contribute either through a workplace campaign or through Unity campaign or to learn more about what we do, the best place is our website, which is uwfrederick.org. You guys are also on social media, right? Facebook, Twitter, and the such? We are on Facebook and Twitter. It's the way of the future. We actually have a full-time employee who focuses almost exclusively on social media. Kind of thinking of that, a lot of lower-income people don't get computers. They mainly just focus on a cell phone. Are you seeing some people that have been reaching out through social media? That uh, is, Has there been an influx in that angle because of that? I think it's changing. I think especially in Frederick City, going to the outside of Frederick City mainly. So we do get a lot of cell phone traffic, sure. We look at our the ways people are reaching out to us. We do get a lot of phone calls. So our social media has really blossomed as of late. We're seeing a lot more. I think it's uh, I think more people are getting on every day. My goodness. Well, thank you so much for your time. I've, I've certainly learned a lot. Is there any final thing you want to tell people? If you want any more information about Alice or United Way, please go to our website, uwfrederick.org. Please reach out to us as well. We talk about this a lot, and we really enjoy bringing these numbers as depressed as they can be. We think that with the numbers, there is a lot of hope and a a lot of room for optimism. So we enjoy bringing these numbers out to the community. We enjoy even more putting together solutions to help change them. Thank you so much for your time, Ken. Thank you.